Stress leads to inflammation. Inflammation leads to disease, including autoimmune diseases like Hashimoto's. We've talked a lot about stress because it's so big. And usually when we're talking about stress, I talk to you about emotional stress, mental stress, physical stress. Today, we're going to talk about spiritual stress. Spiritual stress can be caused when you are living out of alignment with how you feel you should be living. If you are living with shame, if you are living with fear, if you feel like the love in your life is not adequate, it's not abundant, then you are experiencing spiritual stress. And we are going to talk all about spiritual stress today, what it is, and most importantly, what you can do about it. Because of course, on this podcast, Health with Hashimoto's, I always want to give you true, simple, and sustainable things that you can do for whole health. You are a whole person, body, mind, spirit. It is you, that is one. You cannot divide one of those things out and just look at that. And usually when I talk about the whole person, we also talk about diet and environment because you cannot take you out of the environment around you. That environment is always contributing to your health and what you eat is always contributing to your health and how you are, how you're feeling emotionally, how you're feeling physically impacts what you eat. So everything works together, body, mind, spirit, diet, environment. And today we're mostly going to be talking about spirit. But before that, I want to tell you about June. June is my birthday month and I have a gift for you. Anybody who books a Hashimoto's health session with me between now and the end of June, I am going to give you a second session for free. So you book your first appointment. The first one has to happen within between now and the end of June. And then your second free session, my gift to you will happen two weeks after that first one. This is a fantastic way for you to start the summer, and I am excited to give you a gift of a second session for free. In your Hashimoto's health session, together we're going to come up with your kickstart plan to growing in your health with Hashimoto's. I know that you want more energy, and we're going to figure out how to make that happen. Also for June, because it's my birthday month, I would love a gift from you, and that is a rating and review. One of the podcasting coaches that I work with, she recommends that when people are launching their podcast, podcast, they get 50 written reviews in their first month. That is the goal. Well, I'm like seven months in and I'm only at 30 something. So would you take a couple seconds and scroll down and leave me a written review? It doesn't have to be long, one or two sentences. And then, of course, if this podcast has helped you, five stars would be amazing. And if you're in the Apple Podcast app, you cannot do that from the episode page. You have to go to the show page and you scroll down and you can do it. That would mean so much to me. I am looking forward to hitting 50 reviews, hopefully by the end of June. So let's talk about spiritual stress. Now, this podcast episode was inspired by two very different podcast episodes. I listened to a ton of podcasts, and one of them was a business podcast, and the other was political commentary. Within 48 hours, both of these very different podcasts were talking about spiritual health, and it got me thinking, I don't think that I have shared with you how you can lower your spiritual health. But as I listened to the business podcast talk about stress, he mentioned something about 
all stress leads to inflammation. And he also uses a holistic view of you. You cannot separate body, mind, and spirit. So he was talking about spiritual stress and how all stress can impact everything. And then he was tying that to business and being productive in life, bringing every aspect of the whole you into alignment so that you can be productive, whether it's in your relationships or whether it's in physical fitness or business. And then the political commentary one, that was talking about Catholicism and Protestantism. Is that the right word? I don't know. But that podcast episode ended with the question, essentially, what can you do? What does one person need to do to be saved? Every single religion that has ever been or ever will be has an end goal. Everybody is striving to accomplish something. And the thing is, we all fall short. And that is where spiritual stress comes from. Spiritual stress is when you are living out of alignment with what you know and what you feel should be happening. And I'm going to use that word should because you feel it deeply. In fact, there is an entire industry built around this spiritual stress, and it is the self-help industry. How many books and courses and programs are there designed to help you become who you know you, quote, should be? How many things are out there to help you overcome this misalignment. You know that you are not doing what you are designed to do. You are not being everything that you could be. Where you are right now in life, body, mind, and spirit, is not where you know it could be. And all of that leads to spiritual stress. Spiritual stress is when we are living out of alignment with what we know should be. Now, some of this is not wrong. Some of this is just, it's okay. Now, I am a perfectionist, firstborn, Enneagram one. I don't know how you want to describe me, but I am always acutely aware of falling short. I always have an idea in my mind of how I could be better. And I constantly fall short. And some of that, it's not wrong. When I send out an email and it has a grammar mistake, oh my goodness, I feel horrible. I notice it. I absolutely notice it because I read my emails the next day and oh, I know that I screwed up. And is that wrong? No, I just made a mistake. But are there other things that I do every day that are wrong? Yes, if I don't show enough love to my kids, if I get impatient and irritated and yell at them because I'm tired, it has nothing to do with them. It has to do with, you know, I'm tired or I'm being selfish. I want to look at my phone. Something was interesting was posted and I'm selfishly putting that phone over my kids. Well, that is wrong. And I should apologize because I fell short. That is spiritual stress. When you fall short of what you know should be happening, that is spiritual stress, otherwise known as sin. Now, I did not create the world. <laughs> you didn't either. 
When I am the creator of something, I get to decide how it's going to go, how it should go, and what are the consequences if it doesn't go correctly, if it doesn't do what I'm what I want it to do, what I designed it to do. Well, God is the creator of the world. And he said, this is how things should go. And if people fall short, then that is called sin. And there is a consequence. Every single religion has consequences for sinning or falling short. They might call things different names. They might have different consequences. They might have different ways to make up for that. But the creator of the world has said that the consequence of sin, of falling short of holiness, falling short of perfection, is death. It's separation from God. Now, I believe and I see in the Bible that God is love. Some people think about God as this judge, as this like really strict, angry dad up in the sky, just waiting to pounce on you and say, you did this wrong. That's not really what I see in the Bible. I see a God of love. I see a God who has very defined guidelines. And if you fall short of that guideline, well, it's a boundary. You crossed the boundary or you didn't hit what you were supposed to hit and you get the consequence. Now, that's not being angry. That's just saying, I'm going to follow through with what I said. One of the most famous Bible verses in the world used to be John 3.16. I'm going to read both that verse and the following verse to show you how what a loving God we have. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send the Son, that's Jesus, into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Jesus was a historical figure. There is plenty of evidence, there's plenty of writing around that time to prove Jesus' life, death, and resurrection in a court of law. Jesus was a historical person, and the Bible says that Jesus is the Son of God, and also that Jesus is God. He was fully God and fully man, and I know that doesn't make sense. And I will always try to make things make sense to, for you on this podcast. That is one of my goals, is to take concepts and make them simple so that you can understand them and you can apply them to your life. This one is confounded people because our brains aren't big enough to wrap around the concept that Jesus was fully God and fully man. But I believe it to be true. It is in the Bible. And if you want to know more about the Bible, if you believe what I'm saying, if you're curious about what I'm saying, if you're like, wait, what? I, I don't believe. There is a podcast series that you can listen to that has more information about the whole Bible. It's called The Field Guide to the Bible. And these experts, they recorded several podcasts. I want to say it's like 20 or 30 episodes. And they covered the story of the Bible from beginning to end. And it is for people who don't know anything about the Bible or who have questions. And it's a great overview. So head down to the show notes where you can use the clickable link or just search for it in your podcast player, The Field Guide to the Bible. It is put out by 1517 Podcasts. But let's go back to spiritual stress. Spiritual stress is when we know that we are not in alignment. We know that we have fallen short. So what do we do then? How do we release this spiritual stress? How do we get rid of it? Well, it says in John 3.16, 
whoever believes in Jesus will not perish, but have eternal life. And then John goes on to say, well, in a different letter that he wrote, he wrote, if we confess our sins, he, Jesus, is faithful. He is righteous. He is just. He will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. All we have to do to release that spiritual stress is to confess our sins. It is to apologize to the one who already took our consequences. It's already done. The gift is ours. All we have to do is accept it. And people totally, absolutely, totally overwhelm you with complications on this step. But it is not complicated. It's not complicated at all. You confess your sins and he is faithful and he cleanses you, period. If you think back, if you know the story of Jesus, he was crucified. He There was the Roman form of execution. It was designed to be as painful as possible. It was designed to be humiliating. It was horrible. There were three, pre, three people crucified that day. Two convicted felons or thieves and Jesus. One of the thieves on the cross next to Jesus, he did just this. He confessed that he was a sinner. He told the other thief that we're under the same sentence of condemnation, but we are suffering justly. We are receiving what we deserve for our deeds. And then he turned to Jesus and he said, remember me when you come into your kingdom. If anybody ever tells you that you have to do something, if you have to get baptized or you have to prove that you've turned your life around or you have to do this and that and this and that, you have to check all these boxes... Compare it to the thief on the cross. The thief on the cross confessed his sins and asked Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. That's it. And Jesus said, truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. If anybody ever tries to lay a burden of proof on you, don't accept it. Look to the thief on the cross. All he did was confess his sins and ask Jesus to accept him. That's it. And that's all you have to do. You confess your sins to Jesus, not to anybody else, not to Mary, not through another person. We talk directly to Jesus. And when you confess that sin, when you apologize, you are forgiven. I describe this gift to the kids in my um, Sunday school class like this. If I buy a present for you, I wrap it and I put your name on it. Is it yours? Of course it is, right? Is it yours if I hold it out and you turn around and you walk and you go play on the playground? It is still yours, even though you haven't taken it yet. That is what forgiveness is for you. Jesus has already paid the ultimate price. He has taken your consequence upon him and your forgiveness is already available for you. It's already done. All you have to do is confess and believe in his name. That's it. Spiritual stress is very heavy because we all know that we can never live up to perfection. We will always be falling short. Every single one of us, we will always fall short. But Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are burdened and heavy laden, or another um, translation says weary, and I will give you rest. Another spot in the Bible, it says, cast your anxiety on him because he loves you. You are loved you matter, you are valuable, and nobody needs to carry around that spiritual stress. A lot of things I talk to you about getting 1% better every day. This one, you can get totally better. 
You don't have to do anything to prove that you're better. You confess and you're forgiven just like that. Is it going to mean that you have a perfect life from here on out? Well, no, absolutely not. But you don't have to carry around the shame and the guilt of not living a holy life. You don't have to bear that. It's too heavy for any of us. And some religions, they heap that burden heavier and heavier and heavier. They give you a long list of things that you always have to be doing. Even some denominations of Christianity who have this example of the thief on the cross, they have all of these verses that I just read. And even in some Christian traditions, they will heap more dues upon you. You have to do this. You have to do that. Uh, The Catholic tradition is one good example. They have a lot of things that they preach to their people that you have to do in order to, I don't know, to prove your faith or to get into heaven. I'm not quite sure. I'm not Catholic, but I know that they have a list of things you have to do. If you have listened to this podcast episode, and you're like, I really want to go to church. I want to hear more of this. Look to the thief on the cross. And if this, if the church that you're looking at would not accept the thief on the cross as saved, as forgiven, then it's probably not a good church. My prayer for you today is that you know that you are loved. You know that you are loved by God. You know that you are valuable and you know down to the core of your spiritual being, you know that you can be forgiven, that it's already paid for. It's already done. All you have to do is confess your sins and you will be washed whiter than snow. I will see you next week on another episode with Health with Hashimoto's. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Please be sure to discuss any concerns and plans with your trusted healthcare professional.